Oh, fuck that. Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Well, looky there. It's yet another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. That's right, bitches. It's April the 29th. We're here on a Wednesday. And I'm here to shit on someone's table. <laughs> well, we should all have goals. I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Hey, guys, glad to have you here. Um, we're going to be having a great show today, assumedly. Uh, I have topics, real topics this, uh, today, which is always a good thing. Uh, feel free to call in on any of those. Uh, the OG chat line hotline is always open. Uh, let's see. How'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, it was a fucking long ass day. I'm ready for a nap, but uh, instead I'm here with you degenerates. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about it. To be honest with you, I'm still feeling shitty. About the, about the same as yesterday, maybe a little bit better. Surprisingly enough, my hips still really hurt. I, I've kind of figured that would be getting better, but no, that's still bothering me. Um, I'm going to make a change tomorrow. I think I'm going to go for a long walk. I've been taking short ones, but I'm going to go for a long one. I'm starting to think it might not be the deadlift that's bothering me, just mostly all the sitting. Yeah, it sounds like you could use a long one. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, when I'm working, I sit all day, So, but I, as I mentioned, I am up and down a lot, so maybe it's the extended sitting. You know, uh, I try to get up and down here, here at home as well, so I'm not sure if that's what the issue is, but I'm definitely going to try being more mobile just to hopefully take care of it. It's either that or it's menopause and your, you know, your ovaries are just shriveling up. That is a good point. You know, it very well might be that. Uh, I am very womanly. I'm starting to grow tits, I think. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to hear about your uh, mantis. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. All right, let's uh, move right on to topics. The first thing I want to talk about was, um, I noticed this on Facebook. Um, apparently, the entire world is autoimmune compromised now. Did you notice that? Um, no, so you see, I think this is a confirmation bias thing. Mm -hmm. So what you have is you're looking on Facebook where everybody's just looking for attention anyway. Hmm. So you're going to have all the hypochondriacs and everything else that are out there looking for attention. Right, like right. If you talk to people in the real world, like you're not going to see near that percentage of people that just want an attention whore. God, I hope so. Uh, what brought it up is I saw a post uh, from someone I've known like their entire life. <clears throat> I don't want to go into who because they might listen to the show. You never know. Uh, but I've known them their entire life. They're 30 now. Uh, and she was complaining that she might have to go back to work, you know, um, next week. And she was afraid to, cause she's autoimmune compromised. And as far as I know, like I said, I've known her entire life. She's never had any health issues. How, how is she all of a sudden autoimmune compromised? I mean, uh, granted people don't tell me everything about their life, but I know her pretty well. Uh, and I've seen all kinds of stuff like that on Facebook. People, you know, that I thought were perfectly healthy are all of a sudden bringing up all these issues for why they can't go out in public and things like that. And I'm sure some of them are true, but all of them can't be true. Some of these people are just making shit up for attention. Like you said, I tell you what though, like if I had to go back to work tomorrow and wear a mask all fucking day, Mm -hmm. I would still be sitting my ass here at home because that sounds like a pain in the balls. So I'll oh, wait yeah. until they get this shit figured out where I can just go back to normal. 
and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a uh, and that's uh, part of it. I mean, you see those uh, pictures of the uh, nurses and you know uh, healthcare workers, like with like all these bruises and grooves in their face from wearing these uh, masks nonstop. And uh, I would assume that that's what happened to anybody if they wore masks eight to twelve hours a day. Yeah. So fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's gotta suck. Yeah. You know? Um, but you know, so I do want to go back to work. I, I, me personally, granted it's, it's not hurting me too bad financially. Cause as we all know, I'm on employment and the added uh, federal, uh, bonus makes it about what I make. So I'm not hurting financially as for this, although I, I assume that there will be hell to pay once tax time comes. Um, but there, and I, I just want to go back to work. I'm tired of sitting around at home. Uh, yeah. I'm a lazy motherfucker, but that only goes so far. You know, I do want to earn a living. Yeah, meanwhile, I just got a fucking letter in the goddamn mail from, like, the Treasury or whatever saying that I, sh- I should be getting a-, a stimulus check, which obviously I don't qualify for anyway. But, like, I go and I get the mail. It's like, oh, fuck, am I getting audited or some shit? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's a goddamn letter with Trump's retarded fucking signature at the bottom saying, hey, you're going to get money, and I'm, uh, I'm not. So a form letter, obviously. They, they probably something to the entire country. Uh, uh, one so thing apparently they did because they couldn't print his name on the check. Mm. They literally made a new form letter to go out to everyone saying, hey, this is Donald Trump. I'm going to give you money. Catch me back in November. <laughs> um, hey, and it's funny. I've seen so many different things in those stimulus checks. Did you know that if you are a U.S. citizen that's married to someone who is not a U.S. citizen, you don't get a stimulus check? Something about that seems off. Well, I guess I guess from what way I had it explained to me, if you are married to someone who's not a citizen who does not have a social security number and you filed your uh, taxes jointly, uh, that precludes you from getting one at all, which obviously is bullshit. I know this because one of my cousins uh, married uh, someone who's like from uh, out of country and he doesn't have a social security number. And so yeah, she was informed that she's not getting shit. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I, so I guess they're just taking the hard line stance. Like I knew that they weren't going to send it to anyone that didn't have a social security number. And I guess technically it makes sense if you're filing jointly, one of you doesn't have the social security number. So and they needed to pick one way or the other there. Right. Right. And it's one of those things. It's just like uh, with the uh, $600 to the unemployment thing, they picked an arbitrary number. Um, and with this and with this social security thing, they decided that they were going to do it one way or another because it would take forever to look through each individual tax return and figure all that stuff out, I would assume. Um, so I think they just cut, cut corners and just did it that way. But yeah, I, I thought, thought that was kind of shitty. Uh, but that's actually not what my uh, topic was about. But uh, I guess that's good enough. We don't need to talk about immune compromised people complaining. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, I don't even think that's really the topic. I think it's attention whoring people. Yeah, well, I can't speak but on that. I have reasons to say, "Oh, poor me." Right, right. Well, I am, I am an attention whore myself. So, but I, I generally speaking, try not to do the poor me thing because uh, I don't want to be hypocritical. And because you see that on Facebook all the time, "Oh, poor me, this is wrong, this is wrong." Oh, my life is so horrible. And I'll tell you right now, my life's not horrible. I'm okay. So, yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I like to. I, I'm an attention whore for different reasons. I just like interacting with people and talking to people, and having people interact with me makes me feel better about myself. And if I can make someone laugh, that makes me feel great. I love making people happy and laugh. It's just you know. I don't know if that's why that's part of my personality, but it's the truth. Yeah. However you, you came about your attention awareness, you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you did so naturally. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of that though. So I'm going to launch a GoFundMe. Uh, I need to raise probably around 20 or $30,000 so I can get a 24 karat gold chalice mm. that I can drink my white claw out of. 
do it. That's a worthy cause. I'll donate to that. I wonder how much that's going to cost. Because <laughs> these cans, I mean, they're just not doing it. No, not at all. For one thing, they're so small. You really, really, really need something you can pour four or five white claws into at the same time. Well, and, and I need other people to see while I'm drinking that white claw that I'm high class enough to have a solid gold chalice. Which is really why we need to upgrade this to a video podcast. <laughs> Goddamn right. Got that. We won't even do a show anymore. We'll, we'll just sit there and watch Ryan drink from his chalice all for the entire hour. Fucking right. I'll drink out of the chalice. I'll put my green screen back up so we can play like, you know, Ace of Base videos in the background. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. I actually do have other topics. Um, I'll just go over them so then we can just pick out which ones we want and the people on the uh, chat box will know uh, what the topics are so they can be ready to call in. Um, I noticed AMC said they're going to stop showing Universal movies because uh, uh, Universal is going with video on demand. And we'll go more into that. Uh, and I wanted to talk about uh, what the fuck AMC thinks they're doing. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to talk about is apparently there is some uh, debate about us changing the show name. Um I'll talk about the pluses and negatives about that, and we'll see what we decide. And lastly, I know we're not mostly we're mostly not an MMA podcast, but I do like to talk about it occasionally. I like to talk about Cowboy Cowboy Cerrone and uh, the statement he made the other day. So uh, that would be something to talk about as well. Ryan, you got anything you want to talk about before we uh, start on the topics? Well, since you're getting all this extra money from the government, are you purchasing the new commemorative COVID nineteen coin? From the Wait. White House gift shop. Wait, there's a commemorative COVID-19 coin? Oh, my. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Camicom already has, like, probably three or four of them. Uh, but, yes, oh the WhiteHouseGiftShop.com. If you go in, there is a limited edition commemorative coin. COVID-19, world versus the unseen enemy. Everyday hmm. heroes. President Donald J. Trump, Vice President Michael R. Pence, Secretary Mnuchin, whatever the fuck you pronounce his name some <laughs> doctors and some other shit yeah it's a stupid fucking coin for a hundred bucks wow but dude that would look really good next to my star trek the next generation commemorative plates well and this comes in the same the same limited edition run as so num coins one two and three were the north korea peace talk summit number four was the space force Ooh. number five was trump's summit with putin Number six, Christmas greetings from the White House. Number seven, genius makes its own rules, a monograph, President Donald J. Trump, a study in genius. Number eight, genius makes its own rules. And number nine, the new Air Force One coin. Wow, man. Um, I don't do politics for the most part, but that seems really tone deaf, to be honest with you. Uh, Pretty much all of those are absolutely ridiculous and dumb. And the fact that they're mouth breathers out there willing to spend a hundred bucks on a coin that's going to be worth absolutely nothing. Like, I don't know, a space form probably coin. like three weeks. <laughs> a like, space who, coin who would be does pretty these awesome. things? I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. You know, uh, but uh, I'll tell you uh, one thing. I remember going to a comic book store collectible store um way back when and it was filled full of all kinds of stuff that's where i saw the star trek commander of plates and they actually had star trek outfits and they had a 
big case full of all these different commemorative coins. And for the most part, you could pick them up for fucking nothing. <laughs> you, know, you could have bought so many different commemorative coins uh, from that store that I'm sure people spent tons of money on for like a fraction of what they paid for. Well, yeah, people are stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I can't one of say them. a lot. I, I have my limited edition Gucci individual ball warmers. I'm wearing two of them right now. <laughs> I'm glad you're individual because you know those one size fits one things don't don't do anything. Well, yeah. If you get the one that's the two in one, then I mean you can kind of get off balance at times. What if one pops out? Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay. Get that individual what? love. Okay, why don't we go ahead and move on to the uh, talking about the movies. Uh, did you notice that AMC Theater, they announced recently, because of an uh, uh, announcement that Universal made, Universal put out their new movie, Trolls World Tour On Demand, the video on demand premium, which is all well and good. What triggered Universal was that they announced that they had done so well that for all their movies going forward, once the uh, quarantine was over, they would be doing... Uh, releasing both on video demand and on the theater simultaneously. AMC didn't like that at all and quickly announced that they were not going to show any more universal movies. So basically what's going to happen there is AMC is going to become blockbuster. Like we've been headed this way. It's fucked up that it took a pandemic to do it, but people have been asking to be able to stream movies at home when they come out for years now. Oh like, yeah. Why yeah. do we why do we need to go to a theater to watch whatever, you know, new fucking movie it is and spend, you know, 30 bucks for tickets and a drink when I could just sit on the couch and watch it, you know, on the right. TV. Right. And the video on, on demands aren't cheap. I believe most of them are like 20 bucks. But compared to so if you go if, if you're the type of guy that goes to the movies by yourself, well then yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit more. But for the average person, it's like two to four people going to the movies, so that's a great price. Um, and for the and for Universal, it's great for them because they make way more money that way because they don't have to split any of the profits with AMC or any of the other movie chains. Well, right, and also with it when you think about it, right? Like, yeah, even if it is roughly the same amount for me to watch it at home or for me to go watch it alone in a theater, mm -hmm. at least in the comfort of my own home, I don't have to worry about the dickhead that thinks he needs to be texting people every five seconds. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know me, I'm anti people anyway. So I'm all about watching at home. I've been to maybe four movies at a theater in the last five or 10 years. Uh, very, very rare. Normally we'll go, me and the wife will go watch uh, the latest Marvel movie about a month after it comes out <laughs> to make sure that the theater's nice and dead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going that way. Uh, Universe, uh, AMC is fighting a losing battle. There is a chance that AMC never opens up in the, again in the first place. So I'm really surprised that they decided to you know make this their hill to stand on. That's not like if they were intelligent about it, they would be getting into the digital landscape and seeing what they could do to tap into the whole like, you know, watching from home type of deal. Like, like I said, they are literally becoming like the next blockbuster, or the next Polaroid by like not being forward looking. Yeah. And I honestly think that um, theaters are in trouble in general. Uh, I think most of them will, are going to go with the way of either the super premium experience, you know, like where they serve high-end food and booze and try to make the theater luxurious and try to make the theater better than like you could get at home. Or they're going to be the dollar movies. Uh, I don't know how, uh, how uh, common that is in your area, but for years and years and years, we had these smaller movie theaters that couldn't compete with the big chains. So they just showed movies that were older for like a dollar. Um, and then made all their money on the concessions. 
Um, so I think that's the only other option that they have. And that's probably not going to work because most of those movie theaters have went away because people don't want to do the dollar show and popcorn thing anymore. Yeah, I don't have really, I don't think we have any of the super cheap ones around here, but like there's one right across from my office that like if I'm going to catch a movie, what I'm going to do is just like take a few hours in the afternoon, go catch a movie while like there's nobody there. But mm-hmm. it's also like a decent grill, has a bar section. Like you can go in, get a few drinks, and go sit down in the theater, watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's how ours is. It's one of those imagined theaters. Um, and it's got like you know the uh, recliners uh, and like the love seats in the front row where two people can sit together. I mean, the wife like doing that if we're going to a movie where we think it might be crowded because then it's just us next to each other. Um, Cause my, one of my biggest things I hate is having someone sit right next to you and in a, in a normal movie theater, that means they're like two inches from you. And I'm not a big fan of that at all. Well, that, and you need to be in like the front row anyway. Right. So you have like 73 foot long legs. Yeah. 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 And that, that can be an issue. Although movie theaters aren't as bad as some places for leg room. Um, for me, leg room has always been an issue, obviously, but I can't recall being in a movie theater and going, Oh my God, I'm so cramped. Uh, now other places like concerts and things like that. Oh God. I remember going to the, uh, old Joe Lewis arena to see a, a Red Wings game. And, uh, this is a really old kind of decrepit, uh, oddly set up a uh, stadium. It had the steepest seating I've ever seen in my life. Like, it, like you would not want to fall over in this <laughs> on the stands because you were going head first all the way down. It was really steep. But I remember the seats there were like really, really close together front to back. Uh, Tiger Stadium was that way uh, as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, but in movie theaters, no, not normally a problem. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, AMC is, they're shooting themselves in the foot, really. Uh, realistically speaking, uh, Universal Studios is probably what a third of the movies out there or something like that. It, even if they wanted to, they, I don't think that they could afford to just not show a third of the movies out there. Uh, I know universal does the fast and the furious movies. Um, I think they do Jurassic park and I know, I mean, I obviously they have a couple of huge franchises and AMC would be doing themselves a disservice not to show them. I think they're just fronting. Yeah. I'm sure it's something like that. Just, yeah. It all boils down to what, like three or four major distributors. Right. Yeah. Yep. So if you lose one of those, like that's at least like 25% of the market that you're not going to get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's and movie theaters work on pretty thin margins from what I understand anyway. So it's not like they can afford to like turn away a quarter of their business. Well, yeah, they make all their money on fucking concessions. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'll be honest with you. I could use some popcorn right now. My stomach's been bothering me, but I think that'd be nice. Well, that's (laughs) because you're in detox. Yeah. 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 I am. Uh, this is day two or three. I, I've lost track of the days. They all suck. Um, for those of who are unaware, I'm sure you guys all are. I am a hardcore weed addict, uh, who's been smoking way too much wax for several years now. Um, and the other day I, I decided to give up on the wax cause I thought it was hurting my lungs. Um, and it's been rough. Uh, I've equated it to someone who slammed Jack Daniels all the time, switching over to beer. So I'm not quitting cold turkey. But yeah, I'm, I think it's actually slightly different. Like this is like looking at the percentages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is like a guy that like slams shots of Everclear all day, every day, going down to fucking wine coolers. Yeah. Okay. That, that might be a good assessment. And, and that's certainly how I feel right now. <laughs> I mean, I've got the upset stomach. I've been in and out of the bathroom all day. Um, just not, just not a good time, but I, you know, I, I hate complaining about it, even though I like to complain, uh, because I did it to myself. Yeah. I got nobody to blame for it. The first time I smoked wax, I was like, oh wow, that's some potent stuff. Holy shit. 
and that should have been the end of it. I should have known better. I don't do moderation. That's why I can't smoke wax because <laughs> I don't, I can't just smoke a little bit of it. Um, I don't do anything in moderation, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so I just have to quit it entirely. So that's where we are with that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So like, this is only a couple days in. I, I have a feeling by like Saturday, mm -hmm. you're going to be a fucking wreck. I don't know. I feel like I might be a little better today. Someone said they were listening to the show and it sounded like I was fucking strung out <laughs> yesterday's show. Well, yeah, you, you kind of were. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I probably am today too, but that's all right. It's a process. We're going to get better. We're going to get better every day. And I'll probably be better on the show. Cause I don't know if you've noticed it or not. I do have a little bit more energy for the show than I normally do. Well, did you take a nap today? Like you did yesterday? Yes, I did actually. I, I tried to. I've been. I don't. I don't believe in naps. I think it's a horrible idea. Uh, as someone who ha who suffers from insomnia on the regular, the last thing I want to do is try to nap in the middle of the day. It just screws up my sleep schedule more. But yesterday and today, I did lie down for about an hour just to get off, uh, just to fucking get away from the pain. Um, and I and I uh, slept a little bit, but mostly I just lied there and went, "Oh, this fucking sucks." <laughs> But I'll get better every day. And I think, as I said, I think it's going to be an improvement on the show because I think that part of my stuttering and slurring problems were probably from being way too high all the time. And I think that uh, it will probably help my conversation skills because uh, as much as I like to say, oh, yeah, I'm fine when I'm high and I'm high right now, but it's not even the same thing. <laughs> no. So just like the difference the last two days, you went from sounding like a mush mouth moron to someone that's just strung out. Yeah, yeah, it's a vast improvement. It's improvement, you're, you're you're getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm sweating like a son of a bitch again. I don't even know why I put why I'm wearing this sweater. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and so Poland is pointing out that Jay with energy does not equal a better show. Probably not, but that's what you're gonna get from now on. <laughs> but at least like you're able to speak coherently. So yeah, less of me having to cover for you sounding ridiculous. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm still going to sound ridiculous, but hopefully not quite as much. Uh, speaking of ridiculous, you know that there's people that want us to change the name of the show? Yeah, I saw that whole thing. So number one, here's the issue of changing the show. Is we have this intro that I put together in the, in the strip club voice, and that took me probably three and a half to four minutes of work. So if we change this motherfucker... That's another three and a half, four minutes of work. And I, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> uh, now, you know what? I kind of misspoke when I, when I threw it over to this, I did not mean to suggest that there, uh, mean to say that the suggestion's ridiculous. It's actually not a bad idea. Um, the points that they've been, uh, that the, I mean, for the most part, while I appreciate uh, the Kirk and Jason let us letting us use the name for the other ground, and it did get us a base of fans to start off with. But I, they don't do anything to like uh, advertise a show or anything like that. Uh, they just let me use the name. So, other than the initial people that we got from starting on the OG, I honestly don't think being sponsored by the other ground is really helping the show any. And as some people have pointed out, it makes it kind of confusing because, you know, whatever I tried to explain where the name, sh uh, where the show's name came from, people get confused. So I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, that's just because you're awkward, though. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I don't know. I mean, it might be a good idea to change it. It might not be. That's, I figure we could have a discussion about it. Hey, Tender, how you doing, boss? Fuck these motherfuckers. Change the name. Fuck them all. <laughs> well, there's one vote for changing the name. And I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. 
I saw one name that I thought was fucking hilarious. Uh, someone wanted us to call it the Big Bird and the Bouncer Show. Who it was that? That was Homelander, wasn't it? I think, I think that was Homelander. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, fucking Homelander's a genius. Homelander, if if you can't cough for five seconds, once you call in, you prick. <laughs> oh, there's another good one. Man child in the man show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if any, if anybody read my fucking rants today, was I off the chain or am I speaking sense or because I don't understand how I'm the only person who fucking thinks the way I do and how it's absolutely fucking asinine for somebody to think they need to have a shot when they did fucking fuck all to do anything with a show. Yeah, no, you're not unreasonable. Uh, some people, uh, for once again, for people that are unaware of the situation, uh, when we started the show, other people wanted to do the show. Uh, some people were offended that I just fucking stepped up and did it. Uh, so other people were waiting for Jason or Kirk's uh, permission to do the show. I said, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Jason posted something about how he thought it was thought it would be okay, and I just ran with it. And some people were upset with that; they wanted to do a show themselves. Well, fucking do a show! <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead and do a show. The, the you know, it's not really hard to get a show on Podbean. Uh, you you can go out and get one. It's not really expensive. It's not hard to do. It doesn't take a lot of equipment. They can even come on our show. I've said multiple times, this is a show for the OG. If you want to come on and do the show with me, do it. Show me that you're better than me. Show me that you deserve to be the host of the OG more than I do. Do it. I don't mind. Fucking, I'm not that good at this. I'm sure there's somebody in the OG that actually sounds better and is better at doing this than I am. Step up and do it. Exactly. So here's the deal. Here's the deal with the whole goddamn thing. And this is the problem of where we're going as a goddamn society. So I'm going to get on my soapbox real quick. Hope it doesn't collapse under the weight of me. But goddamn it, it's the way that the society just wants to be that everyone needs to be included. This is the whole thing where everybody gets a fucking ribbon for participating. That's not how life fucking works. There are winners, there are losers, and anyone that doesn't call in and complains about it is in the fucking loser's bracket with, well, most of Jay's life. <laughs> exactly. He's talking to you, CR85HR, you fucking nerd. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't understand it. You know, but but that being the case, I'm thinking about moving uh, the name away from the other ground just because so many people say that it'd be a better show. Um, don't get me wrong. I appreciate them letting me use the name. It got me the fans that I have for the show now. You guys wouldn't be here if we weren't on the OG. I'd just be some smuck talking to the dead air, you know? But that You're still a case, schmuck talking to dead air. Yeah, Go but ahead. at least there's a couple people, isn't it? <laughs> but that being the case, um, and like other people have said, that once the show gets successful, it'd be a lot harder to detangle myself from that situation. I honestly don't think that Kirk and Jason think of it that way. I don't think that they're at, at any point they're going to go, oh, you need to start paying us money for the name, or we want, or we want a profit. Oh, I, th I think you're completely, completely misled, sir. If oh, this you know, thing, uh, not, oh, not thing saying it's going to pop off, but right. if this thing ever popped off, they would most assuredly come back and expect something or expect a piece of it. Oh, by the way, did, I, did I, you I read? I did misspoke. Uh, Sly Dog, Sly Dog po pointed out that I think it was Chris, not Jason, uh, as far as like. Yeah, it was. 
was it? Which one? I can't remember which one it was. But regardless, it was Chris. Okay. It was Chris. Yeah, yeah. So I, I misspoke on that. It was Chris and Kirk that were we, I was dealing with. And honestly, Kirk never responded to me at all. <laughs> I have his uh, text, uh, uh, his phone number. So I sent him a text asking if it was cool, and he never sent me anything back. But I was like, oh, I guess that makes it cool. <laughs> yeah, it's because he lets Chris do his fucking dirty work, that nerd. Mm. So you really think that they would try to uh, commercialize my uh, podcast? Yes. Yes, I do. Without a fucking doubt. I mean, we all saw that that thread that Chris started like it was after the second show. He already laid the fucking groundwork for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's something we're going to have to think about. I mean, obviously, we've got all kinds of cool names for the uh, show, but uh, changing the name. And that is something that I can do. I looked at doing Podbean. Uh, it would change our domain name and things like that. But I think we could still have continuality. Like, I think it, I think looking at it, I'd have to do a little more research. But I think it would show, like, the under, other ground live up till episode 41, I think this is. And, it, and at that point, it would just show a different name for the show. I can't go back and change the name of the first 40 episodes or so. But I don't think that'd be necessary anyways. Yeah, I doubt people are really going through the archives at this point. Like, I doubt know. there's many people out there. They're like, I need to catch up on on episodes five through thirty eight of the Other Ground Live. <laughs> Believe it or not, we still do get downloads of all of our shows. They all go up daily. Uh, some of them not very fast anymore because they've been around for a while. But almost all of our show episodes get at least a couple downloads a day. Our newer episodes get quite a few more, obviously. Fair enough. Color yeah. me shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. If you want to change the name, change the name. Just give me some time with whatever the new name is to get us a proper intro. I'll put something together. Right, right, right. And then we'll think about it some more. I mean, you know, uh, I assume there's probably going to be more to it than me just changing the name. But I'll look into it and we'll figure something out. Oh, excuse me. Getting all burpy here. Jesus. <laughs> so, Future, uh, then- what the fuck do you want? God damn it. I just keep saying my name. <laughs> I'm not fucking candy man. I'm not going to show up. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, man! Um, so Tanner, how'd your day go, boss? Um, let's see. I worked. Well, I put that in air quotes because I worked and I I bitched about uh, the name of the show on the OG for about three hours. So I did that, and then you know it was a halfway decent day in upstate New York, and it, it's it's been known to be like really nice on the days I work. And then when I go on past days, it's absolutely shit and it rains and it was nice. It was nice all fucking day long. I get out of work. I'm two minutes down the road from work and it starts fucking raining. (laughs) It's just, it's just my luck. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm perpetually negative that I just invite this shit into my life, but Holy fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can, that happens to me all the time. I've noticed that. Um, It'll be absolutely beautiful all week. Then I get my day off. It's all rainy and shitty. I think that's just how it works in life. Yeah, it's just absolutely horrible. So, um, well, fuck. Are we? Are, is there going to be a a uh, a live fight companion podcast? What's the deal with that? I think so. I think that'd be a fun idea. Um, I'm I'm normally in bed way before that, and I would actually have to uh, subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch it. But it sounds like a good idea. I mean, I've rarely been more excited about a card coming up, and I think it'd now, be a fun Jay, time. I'm just going to put it out there that so there are allegedly other ways of watching. I'm not going to comment on. Are, are those are those chimes? Are my chimes nice and fucking soothing, guys? I, I need this in my life. 
<laughs> I need this in my life. If you can't tell, if you can't tell, I'm a little freaking high strung. I need this in my life. So don't tell me to go inside. <laughs> no, that's fine. I love wind chimes. But what all right, saying, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> so yeah, all I'm saying, and, and I'm not going to go into details because we have an officer of the law right here with us, but allegedly there are other ways to watch fights, even if you don't have ESPN Plus. Just saying. Okay, well, maybe I'll look into that, but I probably won't because I'm a law-abiding citizen who wants people to work that work so hard to give us that product to get paid. Out there <laughs> slamming dabs 24-7. Goddamn right. <laughs> Total respect to the law. Well, you know. All right, we're out of topics. I know you guys said you didn't want to talk about uh, Daniel Cerrone, so that's fine, because this is not an MMA podcast, so we will go so, ahead. No, hold on. So what did he <laughs> even say? I, I missed this, apparently. Oh, uh, he went. He basically he went out and said that he that he didn't show up for the fight. Uh, that two days before the fight with uh, um, McGregor, he didn't want to be there. He said, uh, "I think the quote was, you know, Cowboy didn't show up to fight. Donald showed up to fight, and and and, and he blames him. He says, you know, he's saying stuff like, I don't know why, but occasionally I'm just not ready to fight. And he wasn't ready. He said he knew two days before that he wasn't ready to fight. So it turns out that Stephen Smith guy was fucking right." <laughs> Well, yeah, but he still wasn't right. Steve Smith is just a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, with Cerrone, you got to empathize with the guy. Like, I think we've all been there. We just haven't been there in front of, you know, thousands of people and, you know, tens of thousands of people watching at home. Oh, oh, yeah. And we've all, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there where you you have a friend over and, you know, you want to show them something, you know, like, oh, check this out. And then you can't fucking pull it off. You know, like a, normally it's like a video game thing or whatever, or some new trick you learn or, or whatever it is. But everyone's been in that position where they're trying to do something they know they can do well, but because they have, a, they have an audience, they fuck it up. Yeah, I did that one time at a party. I tried to show off my fucking Dutch rudder, and it just wasn't it wasn't working for me. You, know? <laughs> you kept, on, kept on grabbing your own dick by accident. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> You're like, Norway, I'm so good at this. <laughs> See, I will say, Kevin Smith's movies have been hit and miss for the last fucking 10 years, but I think Zach and Mary Make a Porno was a great movie. If nothing I'm else, a just because of the Dutch rudder scene, if nothing else. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely a fan of that movie. Yeah, I I, I, I felt so bad for the guy. He thought that it was that was going to be his big movie. That was that was going to be his big hundred million dollar movie. You know, um, Judge Aptal had been basically been making Kevin Smith movies for four or five years and kill him at it. He had like big name stars in it, and it was a great movie. But he got fucked on the marketing. You know, he sh he, he should have called it anything but Zach and Mary make a porno because most <laughs> most of the media stations wouldn't play that, so they just shortened it to Zach and Mary. And so no one knew what the fuck the show or this, the movie was about. And it did okay. I mean, it didn't lose money, but it was not the big money hit that he'd hoped it would be. And that was pretty much hit when he decided he was done with Hollywood. Uh, and after that, all the movies he's put, he's put out since then, he's pretty much produced and made himself. He'll get backers. And as far as that goes, his movies are still really successful from a profitability percentage <laughs> they don't cost much to make and they make and they don't make a lot of money but they always cover their costs and make a nice little profit for the investors which is why he keeps on making crappy movies <laughs> which i hate to say he's a good guy but fucking his last couple ones have been horrible didn't he do uh did he do that serious movie called red state 
Yes, yes, that was a good movie. That was a good fucking that's, movie. That's a fucking great movie, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so weird that he that and that was his very first venture into a horror movie. Well, I mean, although I wasn't, I don't know if you could call it a horror horror movie, but yeah, yeah the drama. Yeah, that, that movie was great, man. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then he, uh, from what, and I didn't watch it, but, but from what I understand, Tusk wasn't horrible, just very weird. Never saw it. Tusk is a one where a. Uh, oh, did you know about it, Ryan? No, I was about to ask kind of the same thing. What the fuck okay. is Tusk? Tusk is a movie about a, and this is a, uh, um, he actually got the idea from a want ad that he saw in a Canadian newspaper for a guy looking for someone that had been stranded, supposedly stranded on an island for years. And at one point, his only companion was a walrus. So he was looking for someone to he could hire to put on a walrus suit and keep him company. I don't know if it was a real ad or not, but it was published in a paper and Kevin Smith somehow saw it. So he made that where's, into where's, a movie. Where's Uncle Canada when we need him? Yeah, yeah, because this, exactly. is, this is inside Canada. Grant, um, where you at? So in this movie, what he did, the, the subject of the movie was a guy that tricked like a, a journalist to come in and interview him and kidnapped him and and basically mutilated him into a, into a walrus. <laughs> and Justin what Long the played. The, yeah, I know. Like I said, it's a very weird movie. Uh, but I, from what I understand, for as far as horror flicks go, it was pretty good. And Justin Long played the uh, guy that got turned into a, a walrus. And I believe the same guy that played the bad guy um, for Red State plays the bad guy for that movie as well. Hey, Grad. What's up, boys? <clears throat> What's up, boys? Let's shoot this shit, boys. Let's fucking So, Grad, right, so tell th- us about the walrus. The walrus? What? <laughs> No, sorry guys. No, I was I was just I, I, I was just I, I was just finishing up work. I uh, I had you guys on, but I had to fucking finish up some shit on my uh, work computer. Uh, oh, what did Jay I miss? Sorry. Telling, yeah, so Jay was telling us about this uh, Kevin Smith movie that apparently was based off of a want ad in Canada, and we we figured it was probably yours, being the Canadian. Uh, you, you guys can't be that fucking stupid. Canada's a huge country, number one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, was a shot in Vancouver, Toronto, fucking where, what, East Coast, West Coast, or what? Uh, all we know is Canada, and we know <laughs> roughly roughly one Canadian, so process of elimination, it, it must be. <laughs> no idea, man. No idea. Hey, so guys, uh, just a couple things. Uh, in regards to that Trump coin, eh? Yeah. You guys, um, you guys remember that one story where, where this one guy used to buy coins, and he used to buy coins on his point card, point uh, credit cards, right? So his little scheme was this: that he'd buy the car, he'd buy these coins, collect points, and deposit these uh, coins into the bank, right? And this guy did it for a freaking long time. Time, I'm thinking hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they, I guess, they caught on. And they couldn't do anything to him, right? 